All right. Good evening, everybody. Okay. So, last week we had looked at eight reasons on why we should write our own personal testimony track on how the Lord brought us uh, to salvation. And uh, we had used the example of Paul in Acts chapter 26, how he stood before King Agrippa, and he basically gave him his personal testimony, starting at when he was a child, how he was a Pharisee, how he served God, how he persecuted Christians, thinking that they were against God, uh, but then how then he was on the road to Damascus, and Jesus confronted him, and then how he got saved, and then after that, his commission to be uh, a light to the, the Gentiles, um, well, um, to the Jews first, but then also to the Gentiles. And after giving his testimony, he had the opportunity of giving the gospel to King Agrippa. Uh, and then uh, if you see in the passage as well, there was a man named Festus there, and then um, uh, Bernice, which I believe was the wife of one of the governors. So at least three people, and I'm sure many other people there in that court that Paul had the opportunity of giving the gospel to after he gave his personal testimony. Um, and last week we had looked at eight different reasons uh, why we should write our testimony. Um, and I'm just going to quickly review those points to bring us all back up to speed. So we saw that um, one reason that we should write our own personal testimony is because each testimony is a trophy of God's grace. Second, that story tracks actually have a higher percentage of being read because uh, everyone likes a good story. Third, it helps you condense your own testimony down to, um, to a smaller condensed version uh, it's easier to review and give out to someone. Uh, as we see here in Acts 26, it opens the door to give the gospel uh, to people. Uh, number five, it helps you examine your relationship with God or your lack of a relationship with God. Number six, it helps to renew the joy of your salvation. Number seven, it can be a testimony at your funeral and beyond, and we saw that verse in Hebrews about how uh, with Abel and his testimony, uh, dead yet speaketh. And then uh, reason number eight is that we are commanded to be a witness, and having your personal testimony track is a great way to fulfill being a witness in that command that we have. So tonight, we're going to look at some practical steps and ways on how to write your personal testimony track. And it's not an all-inclusive list. There's probably many other things you could add in there. But um, here are just some ideas on some different ways uh, you can write your own personal testimony track. So number one reason, or uh, first, re uh, first step and how to do it, you would want to include Scripture. Include Scripture in your testimony. Uh, think about what it says in Act, or, uh, Isaiah 55, 11. So shall my word be that goes forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please. 
and it shall prosper in the thing whereto I sent it. And also in Hebrews 11, uh, 4.11 it says, For the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. We need to use God's word in our testimony as it's a powerful thing. And I mean, God's word, it's what God said, what man has recorded that God moved him to write. Uh, it's, a, it's a powerful thing. We want to include uh, scripture in um, your testimony. Here's some examples of some verses that you could include. I thought of John 14, 6, Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. Now, of course, you want to use it in proper context of what your story, where you're going with your story, on um, what verses to use. Um, but just think about different verses that are out, uh, that are in the Bible that we can use. Uh, I thought of John 3.16, of course, one of the most famous verses in the Bible. Uh, Hebrews 9.27, the one we've, we've memorized before, and as it is appointed unto man once to die, and after this to judgment. Um, use Scripture in your personal testimony because it's God's Word, not our, not our own. So one way to uh, write your personal testimony, include Scripture in it. Uh, number two, focus on the point of when you got saved. Don't just gloss over that point, that point where you came to repentance and faith in Christ. Focus on the exact moment of your salvation. There is that moment when you got saved. It might have been a process getting to that point, but there is always that moment of when you truly got saved. Another way of something to include in your personal testimony is talk about before you were saved. With the example of Paul, uh, he talked about the time before he was saved and all the different things that led him to the point of salvation. Um, for me, I grew up in a Christian home and uh, I knew the script, I heard the truth of the scripture my whole life. I even made several professions, but there was no change. Um, People can identify with where you came from. And I know for me, it's like it, my testimony could resonate with kids who grew up in a Christian home uh, hearing the truth, uh, but not truly getting saved until later. So talk about the time before you were saved. And then uh, also you can talk about questions or reasoning and struggles that you had in your mind. Talk about the things that um, that you that you just struggled with, like um, for example, for me, I struggled with um, thinking that the rapture had happened. Like I couldn't find my mom or my dad or someone I knew who was saved, and that would like freak me out. I would run around and be like, "Mom, mom, where are you?" I had no peace in my life. I struggled with that, and I've heard that. Um, uh, said before in, uh, in other people's testimonies, uh, but there's something that, if I really think about it, that means I did believe what the Bible said about the rapture. And I, I had made several professions and I thought I was saved, but clearly I wasn't because I was concerned about that. So 
talk about struggles, uh, different questions that came into your mind, the reasoning that you had. Talk about things you were thinking uh, about before you, were, before you get, got saved. And then also talk about that light bulb moment. There is that moment when things click. Um, in my life, I was faced with a decision. The Lord had showed me evidence that I was lost. I just had to admit it. And thankfully, I did, and he saved me. But there's that, that light bulb moment, that time um, where things clicked. And again, not everything, not every one of these things um, you have to include or may not have that. But, um, oh, and just one little thing. Every testimony is different. When you read other people's testimonies and be like, well, that didn't happen to me. Well, God works with different people in different ways. So just a little disclaimer there. Um, and another thing, focus on what God did in your life. The point of a testimony is to point people to God, give him glory. Yes, it is your story that you're writing, your personal testimony, but God is the one who did the convicting and changing in your life. John 6.44, Jesus says, No man can come to me except the Father which has sent me draw him. When you got saved, the Holy Spirit was working in your life. God was working in your life. God's the one that brought about the change in your life. And we want to talk about God and what God did in your life. Uh, one thing to uh, suggestion to close your testimony with include a question or something like a, the proverbial stone in the shoe, something that leaves the reader thinking about, okay, what happened to this person's life? Something to lead them to uh, just to think about it and ponder uh, about your story and about how God worked in your life. Also include things, think about what makes your story unique. Everyone has a unique story. God, like I mentioned earlier, God works in different ways in people's lives. Um, each story is unique. You can include some of those details. Um, one practical little thing, um, if you're willing, put a picture of yourself. I know I showed this last week. Wow, the skinny guy, exactly. <laughs> Ben Hall took this picture when I was recording my video testimony. Man, one was, I was like 2014, I was thinking. So like, yeah, life changes. Back when I used to spike my hair. But um, have a picture. Like, um, here's a picture of my mom uh, when right after she got out of her last chemo uh, treatment. Uh, and she leads in this person, this test, this version of her personal testimony. She leads in with a question about cancer, and then she leads into her personal testimony towards the end. Um, Katie's picture uh, or her track—it's us before kids, and this is uh, the one picture we have. Um, I was listening to uh, well, it was a testimony by Gina Hall. And she's like, yeah, I have, my personal testimony has a picture of my whole family, and then I have the pictures of my kids and things like that. 
just something that can be relatable, a picture of your family, a picture of yourself, um, just depending on what, what stage of life you're in. Uh, and uh, if you want to do that, it, it's something relatable. It'll be like you walk up to someone and say, hey, do you want, uh, here's my story. And of course, well, I've had, I, I handed this out one time. One guy was like, hmm, hmm. It, it was a couple years ago. I think you were there. Yeah, you were there with me. Yeah, it is me. So like, yeah, it, it's my picture. It is me. So that's, that's an idea. Um, another thing, have a good title. Now, don't try to like manipulate with your title, but like for me, um, my title is Faith or Feelings. Well, I, my testimony talks about my struggle with really believing what God says versus a feeling that I received, um, faith or feelings, uh, or Katie's God said it, that settles it. Finally, I believed it. I mean, if you heard that saying, it's a, it's a play off of that. Or then my mom's one, again, this is about cancer, my worst fear, you have cancer. So just an idea, something that has a good title that would compel the person uh, to read it. Now, one thing uh, I know I struggle with, like at close to home when I'm preaching, using uh, Christian lingo. Um, try to avoid Christian lingo, or at least define what you mean by that. I mean, if you um, read my track here, I say, um, one Sunday night in August of 2002, I made one of those professions. After praying, I had this wonderful feeling, so I thought I must have gotten saved. Well, then there's a parenthesis after that that explains what saved means according to the Bible. But Because if you walk up to someone and says, have you been saved? Well, Yes, us who have come from a church background understand what that means, but not everyone actually understands. Like, oh yeah, I fell in the lake and someone saved me. Like, well, you were physically saved, but we're talking about spiritual salvations. Um, think about, uh, like, even words like sin, faith, repentance. Um, they are words that we've grown up hearing, but if you don't define exactly what the Bible means by it, you'll give an a incomplete picture to someone. So either avoid using Christian lingo or define the words that you're using. Um, along with that, just try to avoid confusion and wordiness. Try to make it, keep, keep it simple. Keep it simple. And then one other thing. Um, I mean, it is your personal testimony. It could include other family members or previous religions that you might have been associated with. Try not to offend family or friends with what you say in uh, your ter personal testimony like, um, or like blaming other people uh, because, Lord willing, maybe some of those people will actually read your track. You don't want to offend them by it. Now, of course, people will be offended by the truth of Scripture, but we don't want to offend them by the personality of your track. So those are 14 different reasons, uh, practical ideas on how to write your personal testimony. Now, I know with family camp and all the other things going on in each one of our lives right now, we probably won't have much time in the next couple of days to take these pointers and write out your testimony. So 
Lord willing, next week I'll have a handout for you with these couple ideas and like a basic outline that you can either take home. Well, we'll give a couple minutes during the service next week to maybe write down something. And I'll have digital versions if you want to bring a laptop or something. But my goal is next week to have a, a time that we can start writing our personal testimonies or edit the one you currently have. Um, so just an idea uh, for that, some different ideas uh, that I would challenge you to think about and then take, take the time to, to write your personal testimony. And once you get that done, and if you want to get it printed, we can, we can make that happen. So that's how to write your personal testimony.